Hey everyone, and welcome to the All Elite Zone podcast on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, we're here, of course, it's a Wednesday night, so we're here for AEW Dynamite. Uh, kind of like the go-home episode of, for Double or Nothing, but technically it's Rampage. It's to go-home. But yeah, tonight should be a epic Dynamite. Yeah, like I said, this one I've been looking forward to all week. I have not been able to sit still all day at work, so let's see what happens. Uh, what are you watching uh, AEW on? Like, how do you watch it? I'm watching on uh, Hulu through my smart TV. I watch it on YouTube TV. Kind of the same thing, but... Yeah. Cable just... Just got a little there's expensive. No, well, there's no need to have cable now with streaming. Yeah. Like, even on streaming, you can still go back and watch stuff without even having to press record. Cage matchup first. Yep. Oh, God. MJF's wearing that. <laughs> I knew he wasn't going to just wear a regular ref attire. Those shorts. Right. <laughs> that, don't, that don't look right on MJF. That don't look right. <laughs> I wonder who told him he looked good in those. <laughs> MJF himself. Or Sean Spears. <laughs> I can see Spears, but wow, that's... Um... Oh, the referee sure he's got on. It's kind of like uh, his scarf. Yeah, got, that's. Oh my gosh, I can't, I can't unsee this. <laughs> Why Sean? Oh, forgot Sean Spears is wrestling. I don't know if anyone's seen the Sean Spears promo on. Um, it was the road to Dynamite, and Sean Spears cut a promo on there. And I'm like, that was a very good promo. Uh, a lot of people don't think that Sean Spears can cut very good promos, but he's great on the mic. Yeah, he's very underrated for sure. I could definitely see him as a TNT champion. Yeah, I agree. Down the road. Wow, that 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 mask and entrance. That's uh I was surprised on this one. Yeah, he hasn't done this before. Looks cool. I'm still, I'm glad he's still doing the chair thing because ever since he hit Cody with the chair in 2019, he's done, he's used it. <laughs> the chairman. That's three years ago, so that's long term storytelling. <laughs> I'm glad they've kept it for sure. I'm glad they've kept it. I'm glad he's kept a part of his character. Yeah. I bet Wardlow doesn't even get a theme song tonight. To be honest with you, he doesn't really need a theme song. It almost reminds me of back when um, Jericho went up against MGF when everybody was singing his song. So I don't think he really needs an entrance. Yeah. They're going to be Chad Wardlow. That's his. They got a bunch of kids, as it looks like, as Wardlow <laughs> security. How is he going to fight? Oh, is, is he supposed to fight with handcuffs? 
I don't think so. I think they're going to take it off once he gets to the cage. Because ain't no way he would win. But I'm curious to see how... Like, he's obviously going to eat like he has to win because they've already been promoting the match for double or nothing. If I was them, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have promoted it yet. I would have done after this match. That is true. I, I'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to... Uh... How they're gonna work it? This is the third cage match in AW. Well, if you count the uh, blood and guts, yeah, because you had Cody, blood and guts. Now, be you know, if we count blood and guts before, because you had Cody, yeah, this one, yeah, blood and guts, and then you had uh, Thunder Rosa versus. Oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that before. was fun to see that live. Yeah, that was good. Like, you wouldn't see a women's match like that on WWE. No. Especially after kind of what Ember Moon has been releasing, saying how they want them to dress and act. It almost reminds me they're going backwards a little bit. They're going back to the diva area. Well, that's what it seems like. Because not everyone's going to be like Mandy Rose. I mean, not everyone has the same look or the same personality. MJF's got a whistle. <laughs> I know he's beating up. I knew. <laughs> and Warlow still has his handcuffs on. <laughs> he might actually win this one with, with handcuffs. Yeah. Or he'll hook up and break him. I've been seeing that CM Punk and MJF is still feuding. It's like they're still feuding even though they're not interacting with each other. Because when they was in uh, Long Island, they were kind of feuding with the jerseys that they wore. One thing for sure, they've been planting the seeds. Um, like I said, even MJF in one of his promos said that this ain't over after the dog collar match. Oh, yeah, so it's not over. It's that's not. why, like I said, that kind of helps my prediction for this coming Sunday. I definitely think PM Punk's finally going to get the championship. I think uh, I think Punk's going to win it. And if, if he does win it, I'd like to see at Revolution 2023, CM Punk and MJF be three. Yeah, MJF and CM Punk three, but this time for the AEW World Title. That would make it even more special. Yeah, I'd give I'd probably give Punk um, at least one or two uh, pay-per-view wins. Oh. This is like a handicap match. It's kind of what I was expecting. Almost gives me Vince McMahon vibes. Yeah, what was that match? It was a steel cage match, and Steve Austin, who was it? I can't remember what the match was, but Vince was the referee. Was it the, bo- was it the boss man, or was it um, or oh, was it the giant? I can't remember. I, I know I saw Vince McMahon. Oh, he broke the handcuffs off. Uh-oh. <laughs> this escalated quickly. Calling it now. I think knock MJF out and have another ref come down. I think that's how we're going to get Warlow to win. Yeah, MJF's going to be down, and another referee's going to come in. Or is I think they can climb out the cage, right? So necessarily, that it doesn't have to be a referee involved. The way to win, win is the pinfall. Oh, you can't climb out of the cage? Yeah, but I think one thing, if they keep the same rule, you could, but 
the way to win is only by pinfall and submission. I hope somebody makes a gif of MJF's faceless. Uh, it's coming. Uh, he's not even counting. <laughs> of course, he's not going to count. No, just, no. You knew that was going to happen. That senton, though, man, he barely made that. Yeah, he he barely. We don't need that hurt before the. Did you guys hear about Ada introducing? I I don't think they've made it official, but if uh, if anyone's seen AEW released a new Owen Hart T-shirt today, like they have like they had one, the King of Hearts, and now they got another one, and. Owen Hart's on the shirt, and then on the background has like a title, oh, uh, no. like behind him. And I'm predicting that the winners of the Owen Hart Men's and Women's Tournament will, like the winners will will receive a new title as an Owen Hart themed title. Because it's kind of funny how they would put a title behind Owen Hart in that yeah, T-shirt. Yeah, I can. I, like I said, I think it'd be like something special, kind of like how uh, WWE was trying to make that uh, that huge battle royale in Saudi. Yeah, I think they'll do something similar to that. But I don't know. I guess we could get trials, maybe a women's tag title. Well, I'm thinking they're going to be uh, like individual titles, like one for the men's and women's. Uh, Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. We'll see. On oh, wow! <laughs> he knocked him out cold. Oh, fell like a tree. And Sean Spears can throw a chair because we've seen what he did to Cody. You know, just watching MG after this. Wow, just listening. I can hear them like way over the headphones. Wow. Uh oh. I was going for the. Ooh, oh. Powerbomb City. The Swim Symphony. Can't say that right. Uh oh. I made does at least six. Yeah, here comes. Oh, Bryce Rinsberg. I think MJ has a scene like Cartoon. Oh, this is going to hurt. 
Yeah, this match is very good so far. This is a. Uh, Wow. <laughs> yeah, this has been a good way to start the show. Kind of glad they didn't say it for last. Oh, is MJF going to wow, get a that power? Was... Come on, security's going to prevent. Why are we secu- I got like a hundred security guards back there ready for World War. Oh, yeah. And MJF's trying to. Security guards. Did a Wardlow win on your end? <laughs> yeah, I just got it. He's a I look a little young. Oh. Oh, he went out of the cage. Where's Ward? Wardlow's going up to the top. He isn't going to dive off. Because who is going to dive on? I wouldn't do that. <laughs> kind of agree with Excalibur's statement. This has definitely been one of the best matches to start the show. Damn. Great visual. Especially now, especially now the match is happening. I feel like uh, he's had some uh, redemption after the Cody match for sure. They're still chanting his name. Yeah, they're talking about the. The thing that happened in Texas. I don't really want to get too touchy with it because I don't. Yeah. Um, what match do you think, Connor? Will yeah, be the I guess that's, uh... that's really tough to say. Very tough to say. I would have to go. I think Hangman and CM Punk be great. Yeah, that match is going to be a great match. Uh, I'm saying MJF and Wardlow will be like a uh, slow style match, like uh, like a traditional Ric Flair match or something like that. Um, yeah, I can see it for sure. But, but besides Hangman and um, Hangman and CM Punk, I got to say the tag titles. It's probably going to be a good match. I probably would go with... Um, I even see the Hardys and Guys. Young Bucks doing good. I just had to pop in. Did you, that was like the best first match of like any Dynamite ever on the planet. What even... this is? I'm just like sitting here with my husband. We're just <laughs> watching, like eating our sushi, watching Dynamite. Like what even was Welcome, that? Guys. That was like the best first match. Lots of fun. That's what that was. Yeah, that was a great match. What? (laughs) What? Did I just watch? Did you watch the same match I watched? That was wild. I'm still smiling. 
What's that? Oh, I said, uh, I said, Warlord almost got him, JF. Almost. Oh, man. With like, and then our man Bryce Remsburg came out. I was like, it's Bryce. It's Bryce. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm on my phone. I had to pop in just because that match was so great. It's like, I'm, I'm sitting here like taking like my notes for the review tomorrow. And it's just like, that was wild. That was like a yeah, 10 was... out of 10. Like, yeah. That should have been the main event, but I'm like so glad they opened with it. It was awesome. Yeah, that was a very great match. Yeah, I had to like sneak on just to pop in for that. I hope they just build all this energy for sure. Like, what is even going to happen for the rest of the Dynamite with how great that match was? Punk and Hangman's next, so I don't know what could be the main event. Who even knows? Well, could it be I the the trios match? The triple threat, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Well, guys, enjoy the rest of Dynamite. I'm going back to my sushi, well, but I just had to pop in for that. Bye. Well, enjoy your sushi. It's good to see you. The uh, Dynamite review and Rampage ramp up. Bye. Oh, thanks, Carly. Always a pleasure to hear from her. Yeah. Jericho Appreciation Society. What is Chris Jericho wearing? What? Oh, who is that? <laughs> oh, Jericho, you need to get you need a different attire. Oh, that's not working. They're fireball. <laughs> Very sports entertainment. Uh, one match is going to be the best match on Dynamite tonight. Um, I think it's going to be the triple threat match between Jungle Boy, Shane Swerve, and Ricky Starks. I think that's going to be the best match tonight. Uh, I agree. I don't think anything's going to be able to beat that cage match. Yeah, the cage match was good. Hey, Derek. Thanks for watching. Yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate the support. Hope you're enjoying the show just like we are. Still one of the best entrance themes. Yeah. Do they want to get a good pull part? Did anyone get what? Do they want to get a good pull apart? Do you think they're going to do anything towards oh, each yeah. other? Yeah, someone's going to happen. Hey, someone's got the shirt that you're wearing. 
awesome. It's a good shirt. It's probably top three like favorite shirts I own for wrestling. Yes, Alex, CM Punk. Still looks good. Just a little more gray. Hangman has officially surpassed Jericho's reign as champion. He's Jericho had the belt for 160 something days. Hangman really. Yeah, last time I checked, Hangman's at 193 days. Fixing to be at 200. We're getting closer. But I think his, uh, his reign's going to be stopped at 195, 196 at double or nothing. Like four days away from 200. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's going to sting a little bit, but there's a lot more programs they could put him in, so I don't think Hangman's going to be leaving Dynamite anytime soon. No. Still think he's going to be. His hard part is which, top feuds. It's hard because people don't consider him the face of AEW, which is kind of sad because he's one of the best talents they have. Yeah, he's put on. I would say this whole year he's put on five star matches since Kenny's been gone. He's already stepped up to the plate and put on a lot of great matches. Look, AEW is missing Kenny Omega. And Cody Rhodes, and they've got top tier matches every week. And I think that's kind of why a lot of why a lot of people are starting to not go away from the product. But hopefully, after you know, if Punk does win, hopefully we'll get a million again. Because, like I said, yeah. when Cody left, that kind of hurt a little bit. They all you know, bandwagon and jump back over to you know WWE, but. I don't know. I think once Candy comes back, I think we're gonna, we're gonna have a lot more fun. I think there's gonna be a lot of crazy things that are gonna happen. Hopefully, he'll come back for Forbidden Door. Yeah, that's what they're hoping for. But they they said that he hasn't. They have no idea when he's gonna be back. Like he doesn't have a timetable when he'll be back. Yeah, I read an article that you know he was um, he was still having like complications from his surgery and he hasn't healed like he was supposed to. Uh, the background, you and Lane background, that's cool. Yeah, uh, Lane has Thank you. Darby, not Christian Cage. Mm-hmm. Yep. Darby's one of my favorite. The match we're most looking forward to this is the period this Sunday. i got to say the, the match with their remote now, Hangman and CM Punk, that's the match I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I would definitely say probably um, CM Punk and Hangman. Um, also curious to see how the finals are going to turn out for the Owen Cup. I hope there's a lot of emotion for it. Uh, it's great to see Owen Hart's name mentioned in a very positive light in wrestling again. Yeah, tonight we get a uh, Samoa Joe and Kyle O'Reilly. Ooh, that's going to be awesome. I guarantee we'll you it's going to be a very good wrestling clinic. Yeah, tonight we'll see who goes against um, Adam Cole. And I also think with the NBA playoffs, that really had a big impact on the ratings. But yeah, tonight they only have one NBA game, and it starts at seven thirty. Well, Central Time, my end. Yeah. So 
I got it four minutes until that game starts. <laughs> but this is a go-home go episode, so maybe they'll draw at least 900,000, almost to that 1 million mark. I think we'll, we might actually be at the 1 million mark, especially with the with the, with the cage match. I think a lot of people are going to tune in for that one. Yeah. Going to fix and get a heated promo right here. One thing I have to admit about Hangman, though, is um, since he's been champion, his promo work has gone a lot better. Tony Schiavone's like, oh, I don't want any part of this. <laughs> right. See, I think the only thing that's going to be Hangman's downfall is CM Punk's going to break down his speed. Hangman's fast. But I think with uh, CM Punk, he's almost like a, a really good chess player. He may look like he's down, but like I said, but towards that middle or the end of the match, I think that's when we're going to see a huge turnaround and actually go in Punk's favor. A lot of people like to say that CM Punk's slowing down or uh, he's getting older and stuff, but normally in his entire career, he's had that fast pace and then middle of the match, he's gone a little bit slower. That's how he's always wrestled, really. True. And I think, I think with now with having a little more diverse, um, you know, wrestlers that he's going against, like, you know, especially with Darby, you know, that was one of his best matches, in my opinion, in his whole career. Yeah, that was a good match. I thought, uh, what's it was CM Punk and John Moxley versus FTR. That was a very great match. Oh yeah, anything especially with FTR, like I said, they're great at putting you know a baby face over. And now with them being faces themselves, they really definitely show that they can play both sides and have phenomenal matches. Hopefully, we'll see another match with the Bucks. Hmm. Hangman's. CM Punk's part of All Heat Wrestling. He's almost drawing from his uh, from Punk's critics since he's came back. I'm liking this. Yeah. <laughs> 
Neviem, či neviem pomôcť. Blueprint, Matt Morgan. <laughs> Anyone's not going to shake his head. <laughs> A little bit of... Oh! I knew it. I know there's going to be some physical cality in this. Man, it makes me so excited for Sunday. That was a heated promo. Oh! That was a stiff shot. This, this feud just amped up a hundred times more. Like that promo... Like, that's one of the best Hangman promos. I would say it's probably his best one. Yeah, like, since he's got a title, like, he's a champion, he has more to, to – he's got more to sacrifice or – how do I put it? He's got more to mm. – I feel like he's got more confidence and more swagger. Uh, when do you guys think Rampage will be a two-hour show? Um, with the new owners of uh, Discovery, as they brought out Warner Media, I don't know if that will. I think if they did like a Dynamite Grand Slam, like they did before, and they had a two-hour Rampage for Rampage uh, uh, Grand Slam, they might do a two-hour show then. But I don't see it going to happen weekly. But if I was them, I would have Rampage weekly, every Friday, two-hour show, and live. Like, it's on touring schedule. Because like, mm. would really, like really, they're only wrestling one time a week unless they have a dark taping at Universal Studios. So wrestling two nights a week might improve some of the younger wrestlers wrestling more on TV than one time a week. Yeah, I think we'll – I think hopefully in the next maybe year or two, I think we'll get a two-hour dyna- two Rampage. Um, like I said, there's a lot of talent. You know, I feel like, like I said, the roster is bloated. But I think if we would, you know, extend, you know, extend the hours, maybe even change the day, I think that definitely will help. Yeah, because normally on a Friday night, people's going out to eat or going places or hanging out with friends or you know Friday night stuff. So I think I think they should put it on Tuesdays. Go against NXT and NXT is not gonna or Thursdays. 
like I said, at this point, NXT, you know, isn't like it was, you know, back when they were going head to head in the Wednesday night war, you know, now it's yeah. basically just back to being developmental with, you know, some interesting characters from what I've seen. Uh, it's, yeah, it's uh, night. really that the only ones that stand up to me is Ron Breaker, Von Wagner, and it's really it. Maybe Mandy Rose a little bit. I'm just surprised um, Breaker's not on the main roster yet. I, like I said, I think because last name I think should be yeah. Steiner. We already know Which that's his, we, we already know that his dad's Rick Steiner. To me, that just makes no sense why they didn't. You know, Charlotte Flair. You know, she kept her name. Um, yeah, almost reminds me of like Curtis Axel. You know, also you know Bray Wyatt and um, Bo Dallas. You know, why change? They had you know pretty good lineage with you know, with their dads and why can they not you know, keep that? Especially, you know, with Breaker, I think, you know, I'm surprised they haven't, I don't know why they just didn't continue it. Unless, you know, when he came in, unless they weren't still going to term, you know, good terms with the Steiners. That's the only thing I, else I can see. I think they should be on good terms with them now. Cause I think Scott Steiner and Triple H kind of settled their beef. Uh, and everything. Yeah, especially after Triple H, uh, I'm glad he recovered after that. You know his his heart issues. Yeah, uh, I think that that might have helped. You know, with the signers. Oh, shout out to Eddie Kingston wearing a, a Terry Funk shirt. That's awesome. Oh yeah, I wish I could have Terry Funk on the eight eight one time, but he's really in bad health. I've heard. Yeah, it breaks my heart for sure. He gave so much to this business and inspired so many of these wrestlers, especially with Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Uh, you guys are doing a great job of the show. Well, thank you. Uh, it's only two of us tonight, so we're trying to make it interesting. Appreciate it. Thank you. Next uh, week, Mr. Jacob should be back full weeks. Yeah, he, hope uh, his move's going well. Yeah, he's moving. He was in Texas, but moving somewhere else in Texas. So us Texans gotta stick together. Is this a this is a regular tag match and they're bringing out tables. <laughs> they're not even using them. They just drug it out. That's kind of setting stupid. it for later. <laughs> yeah, I mean it wouldn't make sense to bring out a table and just sit it there. Someone's going through a table. Maybe it's Jericho. I feel like Jericho's going to do something. I hope so. Knox and Eddie Kingston hasn't teamed up in a while. Yeah, it's kind of refreshing because I loved them as a team. I thought they would be a good contender for the you know the tag titles. I mean, they went against the Young Bucks last year at Double or Nothing. Yeah, it's already been a year. That's crazy. And that was a great match. That 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 match. One thing I have to admit about with Kingston ever since he joined AEW, he he's looked a lot better. He looks he looks more thin. He looks like his skills have improved. He looks a lot smoother and faster in the ring. Yeah. And after that match last year with the Bucks, you know, I've always had respect for him ever since you know his match with Cody. But man, he just keeps getting better and better. Yeah, Eddie Kingston's improved since 
first time I saw Eddie Kingston was when he was an impact wrestling as a kind of like a manager to Santana and Ortiz. He wrestled a little bit, but I didn't really care for him an impact because he really wasn't a wrestler. He was basically like a manager who just got beat up. But once he joined AEW, I really didn't care for him. But once I seen his match with Cody and then he had a match with Moxley and then his matches with other people, it really, it really uh, got me used to him actually being a serious wrestler because an impact to his manly go. Just a manager who always got beat up like Mark Sterling. <laughs> One thing, though, I had to admit, though, I, um, I, saw, I saw your list earlier. You posted on Twitter that quiz um, or poll, I should say. You know, I think Eddie Kingston would be a good TNT champion. I yeah. think I think it gives him a put, new perspective. I would have put more people on there, but on Twitter, on Twitter, like they only give you four things for a poll. They only give you four slots. Yeah. I would have put like 10 people on there. Because there's plenty of people who can win the TNT title. Ricky Starks, A. Kingston, Pack, Jake Hager, Lance Archer, Dante Martin, Adam Cole, oh, Brian Danielson, Tom Moxley, Christian well, Cage. D- yeah, especially with Dante. Like I said, Dante has been, you know, I think the only thing he really needs to work on a little bit is just give him more uh, promo, a little more character. The kid's got skill. And for being like, you know, the age he is, you know, as long as he stays healthy, like I said, I think in the next couple of years, he's definitely going to be the next big thing. I think he also should maybe slow down the ring on just a tad because every match, it seems the same with him. Uh, like doing the same half-flying move. I mean, I, I, like, I love all his movesets, but maybe yeah. make each match different, like not all the same half-flying spots every match. I kind of hope like Matt Seidel kind of does what uh, Christian has done because I think Christian, yeah. especially with Christian, I think he's definitely taught Jungle Boy – um, yeah. At least a little more characteristic, a little more you know in-depth storytelling in his matches. And I think Dante can definitely improve on that for sure. And I think if Matt Seidel can come in, and especially with his brother, with you know Dante's brother being out, hope he recovers soon. But if we can have, but if Dante can learn a lot more from Matt Seidel and factor and build and learn how to do a character, yeah, the kids can. I think he'll. We'll be talking about Dante like we do about Darby, Sammy, and Ricky. Yeah. Logan James. Do you guys watch TNA? Um, I don't watch it like I used to and years ago, but I keep up with it occasionally. Uh to subscribe to Impact Plus and been watching some of that. Yeah, I went back um, at the Hard to Kill pay per view. I um, I'm a huge Matt Cardona fan, and so I had just had to be there that night for him. And ever since yeah. then, I've started watching Impact. I'm way behind, but um, I definitely think the wrestling is great. And I wish they would have a bigger audience because these guys are super talented. And I think they're very underrated. And hopefully, I think we, they could do a good invasion angle um, with Ring of Honor coming back out, especially with Honor No More. There is some stories yeah. to tell there. And especially with, with Deanna, uh, Morrissey, I'm glad they were able to bring them in. And hopefully there, there could, there's something there. I think Tony is slowly could, dropping yeah. hints. I think that could because Diana, like she was really the women's champion. Then they just because she couldn't make it to the, sh- like she wasn't injured or anything. Just because she couldn't make it to the show, they just did an interim. That could be a whole invasion with W. Morrissey and mm-hmm. 
Well, because she was um, I can't remember the because I was at WrestleCon that weekend and I went to the Impact show and she was on that and I'm surprised and I'm surprised she didn't do what the Briscoes did or I'm surprised that they didn't have her come in. That's one thing that kind of yeah I guess ticked me off with AEW and Tony Khan. It's like why didn't you bring Deanna Prazo and she is one of the best female wrestlers right now in the world. Yeah, because because Briscoes did a double showed at night too with impact and and ring of honor oh they killed it with um against um the good brothers man like that was so so if they did it i don't really understand how she couldn't do it i think it was just timing of the matches because i think um way that her match was i think i think um the ring of honor show was still going on so whose match was like like whose match happened first briscoe's or diana's uh diana's uh briscoe's were the main event yeah, I could see. I mean, like, they would have had to put Deanna's first match of the night. Now we really tight. I don't know how far the two places were. From Ooh. reports saying they were, let's see, it was in Garland. You're probably, it was probably about 15 minutes or 20 minutes away from um, between the hotel and the arena. From Moxley's. He's dominating us there, Cassidy. Almost elbows. Ooh, those are real stiff. Wow, that, that and tap out. I'm glad that match wasn't a squash match because the private party actually got some offense in that match. I wish Uh-oh. more for private party. I, I I think they need to get away from Andrade. Uh oh, Jacob appreciates. <laughs> I love Moxley. That was great. It's kind of funny how Jericho and Moxley's feeding again. It makes sense though, because think about it. Moxley is, you know, a die-hard wrestler, and like I said, Jericho. it just it just makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and Jericho and them's just sports entertainers. Yeah, someone's going through that table. That's the reason they brought it out. Now since they got a big brawl, right? Oh, Jericho goes through that table, or even then, just. Um, slam either either Jericho or um, Garcia or one of the um, 2.0 guys. I can't remember their names. But oh, Matt, Lee them, be, Matt Lee would be perfect. <laughs> right. But dude, slam them like on like the legs of the table like just to, sh- to emphasize the pain. That would be that would definitely definitely tell a good story. But I don't know. Are, we, are they going to is someone going through that table or is it just sitting there? No one's going for it. Someone's got the timekeeper's table out. I don't know what's going on here. Why did they drag the timekeeper's table all the way from where it was all the way to the other side of the ring? How did oh, there happen? we go. Just on the table. How did that even happen? I think it's uh, showing. I think it's uh, kind of showing how crazy it's going to be on Sunday. They just brought the table up for nothing. Yeah, that uh, I think Bull. I think Bully Ray might address this tomorrow on a uh, busted open. But to me, it just that table just it didn't need to be there. It didn't make sense. If you weren't going to use no. it, no reason to bring it out or anything. William Riggles, <laughs> Why wasn't he down there doing something? 
Because somebody in the Blackpool Combat Club has to keep their head cool. Kirill <laughs> Yuta's not. He's not going to be at the pay per view. Yeah. Has the tournament started yet in Japan, or are they waiting on quarantine? Uh, I don't really keep up with a lot of New Japan, so I don't know if they've. Is it supposed to be the G One tournament? Uh, I think it's the um, the Battle of the Super Juniors. Let me Google this real quick. Let's see. Let's see. It is. No, but it's it's the um, the New Japan Cup. I know it's either. No, actually, hold on. Let's see. Let's see here. It is. Is it best? Hmm. Here, let me pull up the schedule here in a second. Yeah, it's a New Japan Cup. You're right. That's one thing I had to me about Japan. They do some great tournaments. I need, I need to start watching more. Yeah, I used to watch in Japan when they had AJ Styles and King Omega and the Young Bucks. Like really, once AEW happened, that's where I went to. Like when all of them left, I left with them. No, it's true. Like I did the same thing because um, when Cody left um, WWE, like I followed him straight to New Japan and started watching. Once he joined Bullet Club, I, you know, a lot. I watched a lot more of his independent matches. Started watching more of Kenny and the Bucks, and yeah, like I said that's what started. I'm glad they started AEW, and that's really kind of. Gl- I'm glad I got you know. I found a more a bigger passion for wrestling. Yeah, you know, I was getting a little bit burnt out um, before AEW happened. Um, I was just, I don't know, it just some things I wasn't agreeing with the bookings in WWE. Like, I was, yeah. it was just, it it was just time. If it wasn't for AEW, I probably would, like that would have been it. That would have uh, been my last straw for wrestling. I, I feel like. Because WWE is just going downhill. And like they had so much great talent and everyone was being used as a joke. And it was hard to watch. I mean, I tried to watch Impact, but it's just not. Like, like I want something like WWE, but bigger. Hmm. And AEW is that. Yeah. And I think, like I said, with, with Impact, going back to that for there a second, you know, I think, you know, with the pandemic when that happened, and then, you know, like I said, there was a lot of wrestlers that when they left, went to impact. And I think that really did help. Yeah. I like impact. They got a lot of great wrestlers. Uh, Trey McGill, um, Josh Alexander, Moose, Deanna Perrazzo, Moose Jordan is, Grace. Moose is crazy to watch live. He actually stayed at my house one time. Really? Uh, I used to help out with this wrestling promotion, well, local wrestling promotion, and I was trained to be a wrestler. Uh, and they didn't have a hotel; like they brought him in four times because uh, 
he was he was the champion at the show, and he was coming back four times, like to defend the belt at each uh, show he was at. Then one of the shows he he stayed at my house because they didn't have a hotel book for him, oh, and he stayed in my room. <laughs> wow, that's that's a story. That's awesome. He actually signed my door, <laughs> dude. But I that... will say, uh, I don't want to say it on there. <laughs> it's just some people need to clean up behind themselves. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about you, but no, I the person you. who said it, person who stood at my house. If you, <laughs> but, but like overall, Moose is a cool guy. He's a. Uh, it was just weird seeing someone on impact at your house. <laughs> oh yeah. Do you think FDR is going to retain in this match? Oh yeah. This I is going to be a great team. match, but there's no way they're losing them. To be honest with you, I'm surprised they say this one for the pay-per-view. Yeah. Cause FTR right now doesn't look like they're going to be on the pay-per-view. Which is sad, but I think we're going to hear an announcement about on Sunday for another ring for the next Ring of Honor pay per view. Yeah, I think yeah, because he officially became the owner like three weeks ago, so I think he's probably got an event booked, and there's supposed to be tapings like for weekly shows. So, because like I said, because I think like I said, using FTR and Samoa Joe almost as like a gatekeeper. You know, that's like I said, you have three. Uh, the best wrestlers in the world as your champions, and then having Wheeler Yuta, and then and then Jonathan Gretchen, like he's been, you know, even though Jonathan's kind, of, you know, he's not the tallest person, but man, his his physique and then his skills in the ring. I want to see Jonathan Gretchen versus uh, who's that tall guy with uh, Jay Lethal, uh, Sama Singh. Yes, yes, I want that to see him be... with Jonathan Gresham. <laughs> We'll talk about <laughs> twisting a big guy into a pretzel. <laughs> I don't know, I Jackie it. Rogers. I wish I do come to Canada. I've been yeah. due time. I think that's going to be the first uh, country outside the United States they go to. But they've been saying that uh, their next pay review after the double or nothing, uh, I look all out, it's going to be in Toronto, Canada. I don't know if that's how true that is, but that's they're saying that's where that's where it's gonna be. Oh yeah, that would that would be awesome. I think, like I said, I think now with uh, restrictions with COVID kind of um, wrapping up a little bit, hopefully. Look, I know that I could probably go to Canada and the UK now because things have opened up between those two countries. Yeah, I I think. Yeah. Yeah. Not totally, but a lot. It's more. it's more accessible to go to different countries for us for wrestling shows now because WWE's been doing it. Like I said, I think it's just in due time. I guess I think it would be awesome to do, you know, like a like a stampede special and bring Brett in to uh, be like, like like a special guest for it, kind of you know pay homage to you know some of the greatest wrestlers in Canada. Because think about it, a lot of the best wrestlers in the world come from Canada. Think about yeah. you have Brett Owen. You know, now nowadays you have Kenny and Jericho. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people think Kenny's from Japan, but 
He's from uh, Winnipeg, Canada. Which is interesting because they said, yeah. Him and Jericho, both from Winnipeg. Jericho, Kenny Omega, Trish Stratus, Edge, Christian, Petey Williams, uh, <laughs> Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Yeah, I forgot Owens and uh, and because I think Owens was uh, part of like the French area. Yeah, he was. There was a great story where he like he learned English from watching wrestling. Public of Birth is from Canada. <laughs> of course, number one it pops up is Bret Hart. <laughs> Roddy yeah, Piper's from Canada. I forgot Pipe. Really, Piper's from Canada. So what's got on here? He was uh, he was born in I don't know how Saskatoon, Canada. <laughs> Never heard of that place. Um, of course, Edge, Christian, Jericho, Owen Hart, Kevin Owens, Christian Cage, Jenner Mahal from Canada. Yeah. Um, he was born in Canada? How yeah, I think, his, I think his parents um, came over from India and um, got citizenship in Canada. Oh, I forgot about Bobby Roode, Lance Storm. Of course, uh, Chris Benoit. Yeah, I feel like Bobby Roode's being a little wasted. I think he would be. I think he'd be. I thought he would be one talent that would come over to AW. Kasima, I haven't. I think he just sits in catering. I haven't seen him pop up on. I don't think he even made an event. He was uh his biggest push he got in WWE was in NXT. Uh, but now it? he's teaming up with who was it? Dolph Ziggler is that who he's teaming up with? They still are, they're still together. Yeah, I think I seen one at NXT 2.0. Like in TNA, Bobby Roode was world champion. Like, whole he was putting on all kinds of great matches. I, it, him and AEW would be a whole lot better. But I don't I don't think he's had the opportunity to, the opportunity to leave. Maybe he just doesn't want to leave. You know, think about it. he's comfy and you know eats food and. Does a little wrestling here and there, gets paid to do it. So I don't know when his contract expires or I don't I don't think he's had the opportunity to even leave it, even if he wanted. One thing that it surprises me though, and I think WWE kind of dropped the ball also on Finn Balor. Yeah. That that still makes me mad to this day. Like he was he got hurt. I'm like, you can't get mad at him for you know, Seth literally injured Finn in by complete accident. And of course, one thing I, I do criticize Vince about is if they're not, you know, like a Roman Reigns or a Randy Orton build, if you get hurt once, you're never getting near that championship picture again. Yeah. I think the last time he did was against Brock, and I think Brock squashed him a little bit, and it just yeah. just didn't sit right. And then he went back to NXT, and I thought, you know, we were finally going to see a very similar character to, you know, you know, you know, the Prince, you know, from you know New Japan, but yeah, that didn't last long, did it? <laughs> yeah, he. Um... So the Rollins injured Sting and Finn Balor. And it was the same moves, too. That's but right. Finn, it was the same. It was the buckle bomb. But uh, Sting's was to the turnbuckle, and then Finn Balor's was to the to the uh, barricade outside the ring. Same move. 
Well, at least they're both still wrestling. Because I thought Sting yeah. was done for. Yeah. But at the uh, Hall of Fame, he said, it's not a goodbye. Just see you later. And he pops up in AEW. <laughs> well, I also think with WWE, like, they should have booked Sting to beat Triple H. That, to me, yeah. it, that I think, it, I think it was just a statement to say that, hey, you know, you were the one guy we could not get from WCW, and we're just going to bring you in and embarrass you. They should have just done Sting and the, uh, the Undertaker. What could have been, but don't know why they never pulled the trigger. Yeah, Sting refused to go. He, w- he went to TNA. He, like, he refused to go all those years. Which I'm glad because, like I said, Sting was amazing in TNA. Like, I've been, I've been yeah. trying to go back and watch some of his moments and matches, and he had a great career in TNA. I feel like he, well, I don't know, his WCW career was amazing. Oh yeah, it's, well WCW that that was a whole nother animal, especially with, you know, with when he was with the Wolfpack. But it, it was it was like almost like a reinvention, especially with Joker Sting. Yeah, that was like he really is. Even though he, you know, took inspiration from you know the Crow and the Joker, but man, he's he he knows how to be a good character. That's for sure. Yeah, we'll say that throughout his career, he's able to reinvent himself and still be entertaining and still be uh, still be noticed. Like, because some guys just have the same character. Some of, the, like, some of the best moments in wrestling were, you know, they had to reinvent themselves. Look at Hogan when, you know, especially oh, yeah. when he turned into Hollywood Hogan, turned heel. That that oh, saved yeah. his career for sure. Because think about it, he was what a baby face for what since he started his career, went through Japan, won the championship yeah. in WBF. He had never turned heel until then. That was a pretty good match with FTR and um, I don't know what is it, Papangi Vice. Rapungi, I don't know how to pronounce it. I can't really pronounce it, but yeah, that's like, you know, with Rock Romero and uh, Trent. Oh, good suplex. Uh, speaking of Impact, uh, Rocky Romero has made a few appearances on Impact. Rocky Romero's everywhere. He really yeah. is taking over the wrestling world. AEW, New Japan, Impact. A little bit of uh, like MLW, Major League Wrestling. He might even had like a little stint or had a couple shows in uh, GCW too. Like he's yeah, guy's got talent. I wonder, I wonder who he's under contract with. I think he's under contract. I think he's still under contract with New Japan, but I think it's kind of the same concept with like Moxley, where um, he's allowed to work. You know, AEW Impact. You know, he can go out and wrestle a couple different you know promotions. What if FTR? What if FTR loses the tag titles? I don't. I, I don't think so. I don't think they're going to lose it tonight. I think there's going to. Oh, that would be awesome, crazy, like surprise. Definitely, that would. That would definitely set the night up for sure to be like one of the best dynamites, at least for a go home show. And to wow. be honest, with you, it's it's been. I thought it was going to be a little more not sloppy, but this has been probably one of the best dynamites I have seen in the last probably about three or four months. I'm looking at contracts expiring. Undertaker signed a 15-year deal. Doesn't expire till 2034. Well, not to wrestle, really. Kind of like a Legends contract. 
yeah, like it, it's crazy how much merch he still sells. Like I was looking at it because I went to when I went to WrestleCon, they had a few of his uh, wrestling figures for sale. Four hundred dollars. It's like, was it signed or? It was signed. Yeah. Yeah, I could see. Oh, strong zero. Whoa, that could have been a three. It could have been, yeah. Wait, what? What? What are they doing here? Ow. I did not. Wow, that was close. Holy cow. Like, I almost thought that was it. You haven't seen who came out yet. Ah, DQ finish, man. That Jeff Cobb. Ah, back in it's good AEW. to see him back, though. But dang, Ooh. like, who's the other guy, though? This is going to be a match in a in a Ring of Honor. Like they're going to continue this rivalry in Ring of Honor. I would even say even for Ben Door. Ooh, I love Jeff Cobb's finish. Is it the tour of the islands? Is that what it is, or is it like a? Or like a variation of it. Yeah, kind of. That that could just have at a forbidden door. But since it was for the Ring of Honor tag ties, I could see them crossing over with Ring of Honor. Ooh. Dude. Well, at least we got one table spot tonight. <laughs> Didn't well, disappoint. Jeff Cobb and never going for the table. They're like they're doing the table of what they was supposed to do in that match to make up for it. <laughs> right. I just wish they would have waited and had FTR win cleanly though. Oh. I don't know. Like, yeah, it, was, it was it was yeah. It was, was looking at one of the best matches, yeah. But great way to uh ooh, ooh this is gonna hurt. There wasn't a time limit draw, so I wonder how they'll do the records. Because AEW has the re- the records. I wonder how they'll do that. Do they do they attack? Um, was it was do they attack FTR first or they or because if they attacked FTR first, wouldn't it just be a DQ? Pretty much, yeah. I missed. I really did miss Jeff Cobb. Like I, I thought he was gonna be a permanent fixture in, in, in AEW, but good to see him back. Oh, they have one of the Ring of Honor commentators. I don't know what his name is, but I didn't know he was commentating that match. I didn't either. I was too focused on the match itself. That was. I know they had uh, the Ring of Honor ring announcer on there. I know. I like. I like his voice. He has a really good punctuation. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't. I can't think of his name, but he's a like a from, like from all the Ring of Honor matches I've watched. He's always the. Ring announcer. Like if you if you like hear his voice, you know you're watching Ring of Honor. I'm probably gonna butcher this, but it's Ian Riccaboni. Riccaboni. Oh, uh, Riccaboni. Riccaboni. Yes. Him and Tony Shivani will be good. Riccaboni and Shivani. <laughs> He almost gives me like Howard Finkel vibes. 
Yeah, a little bit. Hardy Over Prime, yes. <laughs> Guarantee that's going to end up on a shirt tonight on Pro Wrestling Tees or Shop AEW. <laughs> yeah. I really hope we get um, Brother Nero and Broken Matt after this match. That's a good promo. Yeah. That's one thing I had to admit about Matt. I think he always had the better promos of the two brothers. Yeah. Um, I will want Jeff Cobb and R.A.T. That would be an actually good addition. Well, of course, they can't sign him, but just him popping up in Ring of Honor would be good. Yeah. Well, like I said, because Ring of Honor and New Japan have had a great relationship for years. They were always learning each other, each other's talent. So it's I think we'll see more of Cobbs than Ring of Honor. It's basically AEW and New Japan now. <laughs> it's a Ring of Honor. Well, technically it's still Ring of Honor, right? Because if you think about, yeah, if you think about AEW owns... Um, Ring of Honor now, yeah, thanks to Tony. And I think New Japan even owns, I think, or has a couple of smaller promotions um, in Japan. So, really, think about it, your your big three companies are doing well. Well, <laughs> I guess it's personal preference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel bad. Like I never watched like Swerve's stuff until he came to AEW, but. I've been very impressed with him. When AEW first started, I was thinking that they should have signed him. When they first started, he should never went to WWE. They should have signed him. But yeah, well, I think yeah. well, I think it was also hard too because it's like for a lot of these wrestlers, since they were like kids, you know, they dreamed of going to WWE. You know, now I think it's you know I think now more people are starting to see that you know AEW. You know, I think AEW will be hopefully as long as they can keep going and keep building. I think more and more younger talent are going to want to go to AEW, even with the roster size right now. Think about it, if they're going to make that dream almost almost have that same credibility as as it would with WWE. It's kind of an example thing when you see other wrestlers go there, and they get ruined, their character gets all switched around, and they don't get used. It's kind of an example of not to go there. Oh come on! You didn't like Bearcat Keith Lee in that you know uh, skirt. <laughs> I prefer Limitless Keith Lee in NXT. 
whoever he, came up with that idea, I, I know Vince, he okays everything. Whoever pitched that to Murray, he came up with it. It they're trying to make it like another wrestler. Um, I think because I think when Vince, I think now, especially after having some of these, you know, big name wrestlers leave his company on purpose, think about it after really Adam Cole and, you know, Brian left, how many, like, how many wrestlers do they change their names of or shorten their name? Like, I don't think Vince doesn't want them to be, you know, unless he says so, like, he doesn't want another Roman Reigns, he doesn't want another you know, rock or Steve Austin, you know, he wants somebody that he has every little bit that he's, he's him or his writing career has his hands on at least my that's, personal opinion. That's what MJF's not going to like <laughs> because I mean, just, I mean, people say that just because like Cody Rose is there, they'll probably have MJF as the same character, but, but Cody Rose was, he's been in WWE before. So fans know that he's Cody Rhodes already. But That's MJF, me. yeah, and MJF is not. He's never been in WWE, and people that hasn't been in WWE like they like to own your name, like they want to own you. Like they that's have why to have they every trademark. Yeah, like they try to own you, your name, your everything about you. They try to own. Well, I remember I was. Um, I know when uh, Chelsea Green first got let go. I know her and uh, Matt were talking on. Um, I can't remember if it was her podcast or one of their podcasts they do together, but they were talking like she had a hard time getting her trademark back. Yeah, because like that's her actual name, Chelsea Green. Like, how are you going to trademark someone's actual name? And I can't use their actual name. And that, like, this is ridiculous. Well, it's almost like what Swerve did because what Swerve did, he didn't give them the full um, like trademark. He used a um, like he leased it to them, so that way when he got let go, he could still use Swerve. Yeah, because I don't know if you listen to his podcast with Jericho, but he kind of goes into detail, kind of on that whole process. The Jericho podcast, yeah, the talk is Jericho. Um, he Swerve yeah. was on it, and it was to be honest, with you, like I, I didn't realize how well spoken Swerve is. I know he's a very talented and has great promos, but man, he is he's he's got one of the best minds in the game. So far, this uh, triple threat is kicking off good. I mean, I was I wasn't expecting this to be a five star match. It's a very solid. I think a four, like a, a good four star so far. Like it's a very solid TV match. It's keeping the crowd like entertained. No one's you know. It doesn't feel like the the energy's been you know sucked out. If Jungle Boy loses this match, they're retaining. I think this is going to go either way, but I think I think they're going to drop hints of Christian um, turning on Sunday, though. Because that's going to play to the finish. But some of the promos they've been uh, when Jungle when Jurassic Express lost a match, they said uh, he said uh, y'all were just like losers or something like that, or like y'all were losers or something. Like it, like he's dropped hints of him turning. Well, like I said, it's it's one of those things that it, it, it's been we've been waiting for this. Like we knew, I think I think a lot of us, especially myself, at least I think we knew that you know there was going to be some kind of twist and turn that's going to come up. And I definitely, like I said, I think now I think it's finally going to play off. But hopefully, I don't know. Like hopefully, it's going to be. 
I don't know. I don't know if I want it to be like as soon or if they want to wait until the next pay-per-view for it. Oh, double nothing's in May. Normally they have all out in September. September, yeah. That's a long way to put off the match, so. I wish they would have their pay, at least six pay-per-views a year or some kind of like quarterly special. And I know they have the quarterly special, but maybe make those quarter, quarterly special at least two hours, seven hours. Well, I think that's kind of like, I think like the first couple of specials they had, like especially with uh, Bash of the Beach, yeah. that first one was great, like right before the pandemic. And then the Jericho Cruise one, like they need to do more stuff like that because like those two specials, like I so said, they were, you know, I remember them as you know as an AEW fan, like it was just yesterday. Yeah. And like Battle of the Belts, I think like I said, I wouldn't I don't think I'd remember the second one if I if it wasn't for me actually physically being there. Yeah. I hopefully for our next quarterly special they have a new name, not Battle of the Belts three. Well, like I said, like the fight um uh, like Fighter Fest, like I think they should keep those because at least it kind of pays homage to you know before AEW got on TV. So I think oh, that'll be the, the next big thing. Uh, AEW actually trademarked a new show. Really? What, what's it called? I sent it the other day. Let me find it. It could be the next quarterly special. I'm not... Blood Moon Rising. Huh. That's interesting. Educational entertainment services, a continuing program about wrestling accessibility by radio, television. Do you think it's gonna be like very similar to like a Halloween Havoc? If they did it, be around October, November-ish. That could be a Halloween quarterly special or a special dynamite or something. That's one thing. I know, I know you can go. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, like I was just going to say, the main event's probably Smoker Joe and Kyle O'Reilly. I think it'll be a good way to end it. I'm kind of glad they didn't put CM Punk in and um, Hangman for last. Uh, what were you going to say? No, I was kind of thinking about this the other day. So. Since AEW is doing, you know, a show with New Japan here on U.S. soil, I wonder. This is the thought that just popped in my head after you mentioned it, but I wonder if that'll be like a show in Japan. It has a very like Japanese kind of title. Yeah, I think the, or I would assume the plan would be to have. Oh, oh, oh! He lands on his feet. Lands like a cat. Oh. Uh, I would assume the plan would be to have a super show card in the U.S. and the next one being Japan at the, at the Tokyo Dome. Because they kind of tested that this year. They had like what? They had the two nights of um, Wrestle Kingdom. They had like a special, um, like inner, like another like uh, promotion versus promotion um, night. So that could that could potentially be next year. Oh. That was a good, great spear. This match is amazing. Back and forth. 
especially with Starks. <laughs> Every time I watch Starks, I always get amazed by Starks. Yes. Wow, that I that was that was a good near fall. One thing that I love like watching and listening to is um like I love when people compliment Ricky on being the next rock. Yeah. He's definitely got that look in his promos. If he could just get the eyebrow down, he'd have it. <laughs> right. That's well, he, has his, he has his own like cocky um like pose, so I think I think that'll replace the eyebrow. <laughs> oh, Trying to pull the snare trap in. I think it starts to be bleeding a little bit. Could be seeing that wrong though. That snare trap, man. That I'm glad they made that look good. You know, it's like it's gets to the ropes. Oh man, has, yeah. Starks, his is just his face, like his reaction alone. It just it makes it look like it really does hurt, or he can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. Swerve breaks it up. I wouldn't even mind having like Swerve and Keith Lee win on on Sunday. Wow, Shane's straight in the line. Shane's Swerve, Shane Strickland, or Shane Swerve. He picked up the win. Oh, here comes Will Hobbs. I think um I think rumor has I think Hobbs will be um he wants to be like the first, you know. You know, African American champion in the company. I think that would be. I think I think that'd be a good option to do. He has the look. He has the skills. Yeah. I don't know if Shane Strickland and Keith is going to win now since they won this match. Like normally, for every pay review, if the person wins, they don't win the pay review. I don't know. You never know. Like I, said, I, I really think it's going to be after kind of like after our prediction show. I've been kind of thinking about it. I think I think it's going to be Starks and Hobbs. Yeah, I could really see it being them. Whoa! That see, looks, they, yeah. that looks stiff. <laughs> and landing on two big two big guys. He's, uh, it's so good to see him actually do almost what he could do back in NXT. Yeah. He's came a long way since his you know his heart and lung issue. Yeah. That's, part, know, reason, that's part of the reason why he was on, on TV for a little bit in WWE. It's hard, man. I, I can't call this 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 uh this tag match on Sunday, I can't, so I can't bad. place it. 
like I know who I think it's going to be, but yeah. I could easily see all three of these teams walking out w- with the championship. Yeah, this pay-per-view for Double or Nothing, a lot of the matches aren't predictable. Which is good because I know they had some um, some criticism in the past about their pay-per-views being a little predictable. So I don't know. I think I think I think this Sunday is going to be. I think we're going to have some surprises for sure. How did I not have a second? Because didn't they have two TNT titles at once? He broke the one, so there should be still one available, right? <laughs> Tay Conti's got it in her purse. I would have already burned that one. <laughs> See, that's one thing I just I didn't agree with. At least the booking is after you know. I'm glad that they had you know some kind of like workhorse because we never knew when Cody was going to come back after you know his uh, his as injuries that they classified it, but you know COVID. But yeah. that was so that was I don't understand the booking how how Sammy came out with two belts like it's just yeah they did the interim thing and I, I don't even think they should have done the interim champion. That to me just they should never have done that. I don't like intern champions because they're not actually the actual champion. So there's no point of having, I mean, I know Cody, Cody couldn't help you had COVID, but I would have just moved it to another show. Like I said, just, just do what, just make it a number one contenders match. It's all they had to do. Yeah. The same with uh, Mercedes with the ring or Westman's champion. Just have a fatal force and then her wins as the number one contender. Wow, Thunder Rosa doesn't have any like her her signature makeup on. Crowds behind Thunder Rosa. I think after this Sunday, I think I think this is going to help fix her run. Yeah, she's uh, only had one title defense. That was against Nyla Rose at Battle of the Belts too. She hasn't wrestled since then either. Well, I think she's also been busy because I know she's also been working. She has her own wrestling promotion as well that she's been working on, and I think her son. I think her son's training to be a wrestler too. So I think she's been training him. Oh, she's got. I don't know. If she had a son. Yeah, um, I've seen reports that like he's. I think he's still like under eighteen, so I don't think he can compete, you know, yet. But I know he's been doing some of her shows, and it's been looking pretty solid. So we might have a uh, another, you know, great, you know, you know, another, you know, another great generation coming in soon. Yes, Thunder Rosa is a mother to a sixteen-year-old son. He'll be in AEW. Because I know during the pandemic, uh, it's probably from her promotion, but Thunder Rosa got a lot of the, a, a lot of the women wrestlers that she was training for dark matches in AEW. So that's one thing I have to admit I loved about AEW, is at least during the pandemic, a lot of these wrestlers were able to get work. Yeah, because practically everything was shut down, but the only place you could really work was AEW because WWE didn't really use any without signing your life away. 
you know, you being like a professional football player and cheerleader. I think they used a few of them, but it wasn't for like actual matches. It was like, what was it that, uh, what was that thing they did, uh, with Braun Strowman? It was like backstage, uh, and Shane McMahon was a part of it. Dang, I can't remember. It's been a little bit. <laughs> it was that, um, it was like backstage and, that, and like that a ring in it. There's supposed to be like real fights and stuff. And then they was. Oh, it, that's right. It was like Shane McMahon's um, yeah. fight club or. <laughs> yeah. And like they used a couple of the indie guys on that, but. Yeah, but but AEW actually had, had them wrestle matches. I don't know how much they got paid, but. And probably um, 50 bucks and a hot dog. Hey, I'll take it just to be an mm-hmm. AEW. I mean that's a big stage to get noticed. I want to ask. I mean, I'm kind of. There's a um, Facebook uh, group I'm, I'm part of, and um, I don't know if you. I don't know if you listen to Matt Cardona and Brian Myers Wrestling Figure Podcast, but they have a few like other wrestlers that have been on, um, not just as enhancement talents, but I'd love to see if we can get VSK, um, see kind of how what it's like coming into like you know do a dark taping. That'd be kind of cool yeah. to get some insight on that or even um see because i know max caster is part of it too and danhausen so yeah get, uh, that'd be kind of a cool interview vsk uh he was an impact recently i don't think he's with them anymore but i think he's i can't remember if he's officially signed because i think brian posted something about it but i, I think, think he was with impact for a little bit but he, he got taken yeah. off the roster page i, I yeah, think it's a short-term true. deal yeah, I think he was doing like the learning tree because he was doing the learning tree with uh, Brian, Brian and Vicky yeah. and Vicky Dice, and all they were were just uh, <laughs> goons and just getting thrown around. <laughs> but I don't know. I will admit their seg- their stuff was pretty funny. Uh, what was our um, Manny Lemons and Zicky Dice and I just remember like just Morrissey just coming out and just throwing everybody around. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, VSK was recently on Dark last night. On, I think yeah, I think it was it was last week or was it this week or last week? It was either last this week or last week. I remember him being on a match on Dark. Yeah, I need I need to get caught up on Dark. I'm I'm a couple weeks behind. I will say it was it. I think it was on. Oh, I can't. But there was like two really good matches on Dark Elevation. This Monday, I forget who it was. That's one thing that kind of it kind of not irritates me, but when I see posts on Facebook saying, "I saw one," it was like a meme of um, John Morrison, Johnny Elite, or it was it was John Morrison, and then it was Johnny Elite, and then it was Johnny Dark Elevation. He he, a lot of people didn't. They they think he signed, but he's not. He, uh, I think it was just the one. He's not really signed to an AEW contract. I thought I saw the match graphic. With I thought I saw the uh, the you know uh, that Johnny wrestling or John, sorry Johnny Elite's you know all elite. I thought I saw that. He said that he he's not under contract. He said that uh, it was just a one time deal. Well, yeah. for right now it is. Yeah, I think like so, like I said, they kind of need to either trim some of the people off the roster. Or they need to start moving people to you know to the Ring of Honor brand, and I think that's kind of what Tony's plan is. Because I don't think he's going to get rid of, you know, people like Abaddon. 
Well, there is some people's contracts fixing to expire, and I think I know sometimes it's not going to get renewed. Because I know... Um... Because when AEW started in 2019, they signed three-year deals, and their three-year deals are coming up around May. True. I think um, I know. I think Evil Uno is still going to... I think, from what he, at least he posted on Twitter, I think he's still staying around with AEW, even after Stu Grayson left. Yeah, Stu Gray, but they wanted to re-sign him, but he apparently didn't want to re-sign I don't know the full information about that, but which which is sad because you know I think Dark Warsh like it was kind of hard after Brody passed, but they could easily made something with Dark Order still. Yeah, I hope with the ROH run, like they don't permanently move them from AEW to ROH because they signed the AEW in the contract. Like they didn't sign with Ring of Honor, but I feel that like they could like even Tony Constant he would like. FTRs on both brands, like they would put some people from like big names in AW on Ring of Honor. Like they'll probably have Brian Danielson on there a few times or people like that. Which I think you kind of need to, especially at like the start, try to get you know more eyes to Ring of Honor because I think there's some wrestlers I think you know, especially with you know uh, Michael Bennett or Canales, what do you want to call him this week, you know, with his group kind of leaving to go to Impact. Um, I'm not even sure who the, all they're going to bring back. That's why I'm curious to see. I think uh, I know definitely Jonathan Gresham probably Dalton Castle. Dalton Castle, like you know, I I hated Dalton Castle for the longest time, but he had to grow on me. He had to be like it was like a he had he had to grow on me. Like, I think now, like thinking back, he has some great he had some great matches, especially with Cody. Yeah, and some of the Arwatch wrestlers is already signed AEW, like Brody King, Danhausen. I think Jonathan Gresham is signed, but he's signed to both AEW and ROH. So I think they'll do that. Like no one's no one's getting permanently moved, but some wrestlers might just be showcased on Ring of Honor more. Or it's basically like they're yeah. NXT. Well, I would move like I'd probably move the blondes over because, like I said, I, I think they need like a little bit more um, growth. Because, but I think like, especially with Pillman. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't done anything with Pillman. Like that—that's what really surprised me. He had a few good matches, especially with MJF, but I don't—I don't feel like he's. I think he's being a little wasted or being buried a little bit in that in the in the shuffle. Uh, Bandito, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, Cheeseburger—they'll probably sign Cheeseburger. He was on Dark Elevation. True. Josh Woods—they'll probably sign back. I kind of hope they bring um, bring back uh, Flip Gordon. Yeah, Flip Gordon. Because especially you know I think or who else was because I think wasn't it Flip? Because he was wasn't he? I know he was with Marty Scroll for a little bit until Marty had those uh, yeah those allegations sadly. Yeah, uh, I'm looking on the Arwatch website and of course there's some people on here that's already signed to Impact or went to WWE. Mm-hmm. This roster doesn't make sense. They got Samoa Joe on the active Watch roster, but they got a lot of people who's not even in ROH anymore. Hmm. Kevin Owens is not with ROH anymore. I suppose they have like I mean like a uh, like an alumni page or. Uh... Well, they got an alumni page, but there's the active alumni. And Kevin Owens is on the active. Conspiracy. <laughs> WWE owns everything. 
So next we got uh, Britt Baker and Tony Storm. I don't know who's going to win this one. I would love to see Tony. Yeah, because I feel like Britt Baker's like Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa's got a lot of the spotlight for the last few months. To be honest, with you, this is one of like Britt's. I think one of her tougher opponents. Yeah. Because really, for like a while there, like I said, Thunder Rosa was really her and Nyla Rose were the only ones that really took Britt, you know, almost to the limit. Maybe even Chris Stadlander, but but Tony, like I said, she's she's had time to grow and be polished. But that's one thing I have to admit about NXT with some of these wrestlers, like they really helped get polished and improve their skills. But then again, you also had you know Regal as a coach. You had um, Albert. Is it Matt? Is it Matt Bloom that played Albert? Yeah. Yeah. You know. And having Michaels and just those guys, like I said, they've done and they know psychology, especially with Triple H too. So this is, so like I said, so I had to admit, I think it was a good thing that they went to NXT first. Yeah. Uh, like maybe they can move uh, Sky Blue to ROH. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't move anyone permanently, but. Like some ROH stars, I mean, some AEW stars would mainly focus, focus on ROH, and some, like Jonathan Gresham, I'm pretty sure he's going to be on AEW too. Yeah, I think with Gretchen, of course, um, I can even see Cole going over for for a few matches too. Adam Cole, yeah, I could see him doing going to ROH just because, like, especially like, because so, him and with essentially with those with uh, Cole and Red Dragon. You know, their ties being, you know, with Ring of Honor. It sucks that they couldn't sign the Briscoes because they didn't, the TNT and Warner Media, they didn't want them to sign the Briscoes. That to me was sad. Something that one of them said, I can't know which one it was, but he, he said something offensive like years ago. When they didn't even give him like a chance to like apologize and make it like a, like a, because that's that's one thing is like we all make mistakes and we all say things we don't mean or or mess up especially because like I said times change but they should at least give him a chance to like make up for it because we're all human. Yeah. I mean I don't yeah. know what else he could do. All he could do is apologize. That's all he can. He would just have to take like a Sammy Guevara approach and you know maybe just have him go to you know some kind of. Um, I can't remember what his term was, but like where they had to go, like take classes on how to be a better person. <laughs> MJ, I would love to see MJ from one of those. <laughs> you know what? That could be a like a fun little backstage vignette. Like that would be, I could how see to, him. Like yeah, that'd be great. How to be a better <laughs> MJF? And then they'll just have like have him like just have like an old like fashion projector just. You know, how the doctor or teacher just like flashing through pictures like, okay, so this is where you spit on a fan. Instead of spitting on a fan, what could he have done better? <laughs> just have him just say nothing. Just be like... So instead of in, instead of you know doing a you know a low blow to you know to your good friend Cody Rhodes, maybe you should try to hug instead. I think that would be a great like. I don't, like that's one thing I have to admit about AEW is they've had some really fun like, just little moments throughout 
you know the show i i miss like the um the mjf and jericho um what was it that broadway themed song they did yeah the the I can't remember how to pronounce it that that steak dinner yeah that was yeah awesome. or the vegas trip <laughs> they actually got funded for that uh on one of those uh they were smoking something, then like it was you could see some of the stuff they were smoking. Oh, oh no. And they, they got fined for that. Worth it. You guys think? Yeah, I know when TNA had that with uh who was it? Someone died. Uh I can't remember who was in TNA, but someone in uh being the elite, uh Joey Ryan passed away. <laughs> you know, I I think they could do they could do something. Um, maybe on BTE or something. Yeah, like that. Like they could easily do like a fun spoof, like, or what they could do is do something like when when Kenny comes back, you know, kind of like do like a memorial for Kenny, and then pff, Kenny just shows up in smoke, and he's like, "I'm hey, not Dan dead." Hey, Dan Housen. Hey, Dan Housen would be perfect for that. Just have him just like laying in a coffin, and just have him sit up and go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I haven't seen a whole lot of like funeral angles. Um, there was a couple of good spoofs, but yeah, I don't know. That that's one thing that I never really thought about in um, in AEW. So I could, it'd be interesting to see. Tony Storm with the Alabama Slam. It was kind of like an Alabama Slam. Someone's, she bleeding. From, Someone's bleeding because referee's putting their gloves on. Comes Jamie Hader. How much you want bet Jamie Hader costs Britt Baker because she costed her the TBS Women's Tournament. <laughs> Talk about a face. It would, would would Britt turn face in this instant or Jamie? Who would? Hmm. That'd be tough to say. Roll up. Kicks out. Oh, suplex. German suplex, to be exact. Two and a half. Dang. This is a good uh, women's match. You know, one thing that I have to admit, though, because normally like, the crowd's really tired at this point before the main event. And it seems like they're not as tired tonight with this match. I feel like they're. It's very suspenseful, more of instead of just being exhaustion. Yeah, that's when I'm glad AEW is two hours of three hours. Because in three hours, fans will get exhausted, especially watching Raw. You'll be exhausted first ten minutes, <laughs> or, or or like bored. Well, I remember like the, like the first Raw I went to, like that was my main complaint was. It felt like there was there was more talking than wrestling, and that and like that kind of just took away from the show, and it was kind of how they stretched it. It just I don't know. Oh come on! The spacing of three hour show is kind of harder to do. Well, at least weekly pay per views are is a different story. That was bullcrap. I don't want to see Britt. Baker. Really, Britt Baker won. I don't want to see Britt Baker in another big match. I mean it. Someone else needs to get a chance. Besides Britt Baker or Thunder Rosa. It's going to be Britt Baker and Ruby Soho. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be. Yeah, I think you're right on that one. And I hope Ruby wins. You know, I, I think that's what they're leaning towards. I think because I think Ruby deserves it more than than Britt does. Yeah, because Britt, she's won. She had the AEW title for almost two hundred plus days. What is the special start time for Rampage? Didn't say, but I'm not looking for. I hate the start times. So, are we getting a Casino Battle Royale buy-in? Normally, we're gonna do it. Probably not. I yeah, I, I probably with all the matches they have announced, like I said, it's a very stacked card already. I, I don't. I think they're gonna leave that one off. And like I said, a lot of fans, it really didn't sit right with some. I liked it personally, but a lot of fans just they just didn't like the concept. I thought it was better than a tra- traditional battle royal because you had each uh, suits of cards. I mean, you had a uh, you had the hearts, you had the, the diamonds, the diamond spades. Yeah. Well, especially with being back in Vegas, like I said, it would make sense. Yeah, because double or nothing, Vegas. Yeah, yeah, it's totally gonna be Britt Baker and maybe Soho. Yeah, I guess they could probably or just put in the at least put in the buy-in, like you know, put in the buy-in because you know that way, like so you'll get people just you know, tuned in for it. Yeah, because right now they only have one buy-in match. Well, I think they're gonna have a has been announced, but Scorpio Sky. Ethan Page and Page Van Zant versus Scorpio Ethan. Well, no, Scorpio and Ethan and Page Van Zant versus uh, Kazarian uh, and Kazarian, Sammy and Ty Conti. I don't want to see that match, do I'm sick of that, that story. <laughs> well, I think a lot of places it's just it's drawn out so much. Like they should have trimmed some fat off of it and. I don't know, like, I mean, what's what three times they've gone against each other or four? Scorpio and uh, Sammy. This is one, two, three. That this would be their fourth time if they do that double or nothing. Not one on one. Well, the first three was one on one. This would be fourth time. It just seems unnecessary. They should have ended this when Scorpio won it back. It's I don't know. I'm just a lot of people's tired of it. I think Tony Khan knows that. I think after this, just bury it. Like I don't know. The hard part is, like I said, I would even have Tay and Sammy kind of uh, go off TV for about a month or two months. Like I said, so many. Like I said, they're just. I love both talent, and I'm and I know they're playing into like the fans, but I don't need to see Sammy and Tay Conti making out every week. That's a, that almost was, as, almost as bad saying, as the Miz and Maurice. I was saying uh, a couple weeks ago that they remind me of uh, like Edge and Lita, and they used to always do something like that, <laughs> like that alive. Yeah, as long as we don't see. Well, let's say like what are we allowed to say on it? Because I, I wanted to say the word. I was gonna bring that up, but it's like probably probably shouldn't uh, do it. I don't want to lose. I viewers. hope they never do that. I don't, I don't want I, to see that. That's I don't, a waste I don't, of time. I don't need to see. I don't need to see Sammy. <laughs> I really don't need to see Sammy and, and anything less. But, I think uh, they should just uh, after Double or Nothing. They need to start out fresh with the TNT title. 
just kind of build it back up, like have, um, you know, like do like a program, like have like, uh, you know, Dante, you know, maybe, maybe have like, you know, Griff Garrison, maybe, you know, John Silver, you know, build it up to be pristine and like almost like where, oh no, like Scorpio could lose at any moment. And then bring bring back the uh, open open challenge every week. Scorpio Sky defends the title, and it's a mystery board. I could just announce it, but a mystery person every week, and it comes close to where he could lose it. Because no one Cody did it, he went against Jungle Boy, Orange Cassidy, Eddie Kingston, and all those were great matches. War Horse, like that one, that one was one of my favorites. Yeah, that was that was great. I'm, that's another. Like, I'm hoping that they sign him for like Ring of Honor because I think Warhorse would be a good addition. He just, yeah, I just love his rock theme um, gimmick. I think it's perfect. I think it would be good for ROH. Give him a little season, and I think maybe in a couple of years, move him up to the main roster. He actually has a tag partner. I can't think of his name. He does, or used to. I don't know if he hmm. still does or not. Because when I was with that wrestling promotion, I actually tried to book him for a few shows. In, at, the, at the time, he had a tag partner. Yeah, main event Samoa Joe and Kyle O'Reilly. But this one is hard to say. Have these two ever faced off? Like, did they ever face off in NXT? Or was Joe on main roster when he came over? They may have been on NXT. I think when Samoa Joe went back to NXT, from the main roster back to NXT, maybe he. They were. On the same brand, but I don't know if they ever went against each other. Then I don't even know if they did anything in Ring of Honor together. I don't know if they, if anyone in the comments knows that. If you guys know any match with them two facing each other, this match could go either way. Because Smilich hasn't lost a match yet in AEW. I don't think he's going to until um, until Sunday. I think he'll. He could win this and then Jay Lethal cost him at the big one. I'm glad uh, Sanjay Dutt is back in a storyline or back in wrestling. Because mm. uh, he is signed as a producer in AEW. Sanjay Dutt is. Yeah, I forgot he was he signed as a producer. And they thought, well, ROH officially made his on screen debut. Well, he was on. The AEW before that as uh, breaking up brawls and stuff. I think, like I said, I think no matter what, Joe is going to get the biggest crowd reaction everywhere he goes. Yeah, at uh, I don't know who said it, but a few streams ago, someone said uh, at Ring of Honor when he debuted, like, like you never heard the theme song before, but you just knew you just knew it was Samoa Joe. It, like I said, that's one thing. Like I said, it it almost it has a little bit of hints from his NXT theme. Yeah, but like it just has that that Godzilla that 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 giant you know Kong kind of monster. Because really, that's kind of when I think of like when I think of Joe, I think of like Kong. Like he's just such a he's such a brute, and just whether he tosses people in the ring, holy cow! Like he's my he's a very unique talent for sure. One of my favorite Smell of Joe Mac is him and him versus Kurt Angle in TNA. Ooh, that was amazing. Well, they had multiple ones, but it was one. It was when Smell of Joe was uh, uh like uh, like uh, like undefeated, and 
I think Kermit finally was the one to beat him. I think that match was amazing. Like, when you thought it was over, it was just beginning. Well, I think it's like almost like a passing of the torch moment, too, because like yeah. I said, they, they're both very amazing athletes, especially when it comes to submission holds. This was, this match is going to be interesting to see because Kyle O'Reilly is a big technical wrestler and Samoa Joe's. Hmm. You know, it would still be cool to see Cole versus O'Reilly. Yeah, have a longer match this time. I really wish the finals... Well, I was saying it was it could have been Adam Cole versus Darby Allen because Darby Allen doesn't have a match on the pay per view. That is very surprising. I think he's because he's had what a match on every pay per view except for this one. That's why I felt they could have a, a casino by the Royal and have him win it because they still got wrestlers that's not even on the card like Lance Archer, Lee Moriarty, Dante Martin, Matt Slidell. There's just so like I said, it just has so many like great wrestlers. Like, if I was booking it, I could book a Casino Battle Royal just like that. Well, I even may, then, yeah. I may wouldn't have had a Joker because you got plenty of people. But who is like, but who has some, well, you could still do like um, a Joker, but just have like, um, like Miro come back out because, you know, I know he's yeah. been away for a little bit. Yeah, someone that's in AW but hasn't been on, or Kip Sabian or. Because Kips, I think he's officially all healed up. Because he's been, he's been getting ready to come back. So I wonder if we'll see something on Sunday with him. Yeah, he's been posting some stuff on Twitter, really hinting at him coming back. What is all? What is this stuff on Kyle Riley's back? I've seen some other wrestlers do that. It's Kenny like Omega. a cup kind of therapy thing, like a suction cup thing. Yeah, Kenny Omega has done that. I know Kenny's done it. I know The Rock has done it a couple times, but like supposed to like I think help like I think relieve some kind of pressure to their muscles. Something. It just looks painful and, and bruisey. <laughs> Damn. Kyler has got stiff kicks. Did Kyle ever go to Japan? Uh, if he did, it was with uh, ROH and New Japan, one of their shows together. But he always I, reminds me of Nakamura, like how he strikes. Yeah, I'd like to see Shinsuke Nakamura in AEW because he feels wasted in WWE. That mania match, like with him and Styles, I thought it was very, I thought it was good. I know it wasn't the Tokyo Dome quality, but man, ever since then, like it's just been, they don't know how to book foreign talent. No. Like Andrade. Andrade. Like, yeah. Triple H made him a mega star in NXT to going down and team with Angel Garza. Well, even like watching like Andrade, like when he went up, uh, I think I don't know if it was like a two or three series matches that he had against um, 
Rey Mysterio, but those matches, that's where I really became a fan of Andrade. Yeah. But I don't know. Even then, I just feel like nobody has really got him right. Like, I, don't know, I like his mob boss kind of themed character, but yeah, I don't know, he just, I, don't know, I think he's still kind of getting a little bit lost in the shuffle a little bit. I wonder how much damage that they did to they did they did to Joe's arm, like he's he's not, I don't know he's probably playing it off, but man, that's he may, he's making it look like it hurts really bad. Yeah. I don't know if I want to see that boot ever come towards my face. Yeah. <laughs> wonder if uh, Kyle O'Reilly took a bit of a rubber sole there. I wonder if he has got some in his teeth. No. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I still think Joe might win this one. Come on, come on, come on, Joe, get up. Get up, Joe. To be honest with you, like I said, compared to last week, this one's definitely definitely been one of the better episodes in a while. Yeah. Everything tonight's just it's it's just it's made me even more excited for Sunday. Hopefully and hopefully like I said I don't they haven't had a bad pay per view. I don't think it's going to let us down. No. If I'd say, if I'd rank them, their worst pay-per-view was All Out 2020. Uh, some of the matches were good, but just uh, Britt Baker and Thunder in a big swole match was very sloppy, I thought. Then the they were still, yeah. Was that without the crowd still, or were they, or they finally have a small crowd in that one? Yeah, they had a small crowd. But the Battle Royal was messy. Masadell made his... <laughs> that was the worst debut in AEW history. I swear it was. Well, yeah, it was, it was uh, <laughs> Mike Nakazawa's fault. He ruined it. I mean, like, that was a good way to counter that. Like I said, at least they, they, you know, at least they try to like make it part of a story with their botches. <laughs> I give them credit. It's almost. I, that, I wish they would have done a story with, um, especially. Well, I would say probably the worst, not main event wise, but was that, was that, um, that barbed wire death match, yeah, exploding barbed wire death match. That they 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 could they should have done something else afterwards instead of just having them huddle against the ring too. I don't know that they oversold that a little bit. At least Moxley had the courage to come on the mic saying, <laughs> you know. Kenny can't build, you know, you know, yeah. contraption worth. <laughs> this thing came like it was real furious. 
about that. And, and Tony Khan didn't pay for it. <laughs> oh no, I, I I would refuse to pay for that too. Like I said, if I wanted sparklers, I would have just went up to the guy up the street with a fireworks stand to get it. <laughs> yeah, it's, like I said, I, I don't like I said. I think this people is going to pay off. I, I like I said, I think it's going to get. I think something's going to happen though. I think we're going to get something big towards Forbidden Door. Because what we're what exactly a month out from Forbidden? Yep, it's in. Next month. Do you think they should have started building it? I know that they had, you know, some with Rocky Romero and then have uh, Jeff Cobb and I can't remember the other guy's name, but I know they build it a little bit. But do you think their build should have started sooner? Um, next Wednesday would have to be when they start doing it because for AEW to have their own pay per view, they're trying to build for that and trying to build for Forbidden Door. I think I think tonight was the start of it with Jeff Cobb, and then I think next week we'll see a lot of New Japan stuff because they're gonna have to. I think the best way to start it off would just just get Bullet Club or um, what's their name or um, Thomas Group Bonsai. I think that's what they're called now. Have or have one of those two groups kind of start the war off. Get Okada. Akata, man, that, that guy is, man, that, he is on a whole nother level. He's almost, him and Kenny, man, they are just on other levels when it comes to wrestling. I want to see the, uh, the, like, a, the like, unusual match. Like, the unusual matches you would never expect, like Pac and Okada or uh, Brian Danielson versus Jeff Cobb. Or Kenny Omega versus Kenny Omega versus Samoa Joe, Jay Lethal versus Zack Saber Jr. Mm-hmm. That was a good kick by Samoa Joe. Uh, uh, I hope they never do that. I told now. Like... <laughs> I'm good. That 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 could stay in in, uh, in WWE. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, the night show's been for Dynamite. It's been very great. Yeah, this has been like I said. I've been very impressed with tonight's show. This is probably I think I think maybe even I would say almost go and say it's probably the best Dynamite of the year, or at least top three so far. Yeah. Uh oh, Nokia Clutch got the sleeper hold. Kyle Riley going to tap out. Wow. Just O'Reilly's face. Like, he, he's trying so hard. But it, it literally looks like he's choking. Oh, he's out. He, he put him out cold. Wow. Samoa Joe is going to double or nothing to face Adam Cole. Wow. Huge dream match for sure. Yeah, never expect to see that. It's a dream match you never knew you wanted. You just have to, you had to do a a dream match for the Owen Cup. And if they are having titles be grounded for each, for the men's and women's tournament, 
Adam Cole or Samoa Joe could become an AEW champion. So is Britt Baker or Ruby Soho. I don't know if that's true or not, but if they, if the two people that win actually become champions. Well, from what it sounds like, it's almost like um, like when you win the Royal Rumble that you're going to like get a, like an actual championship opportunity down the road. They said that uh, there's supposed to be some new title uh, presentations at Double or Nothing, at least two of them. Mm. Uh, what's that last comment? What's the nice special next week? Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, a Double or Nothing review. Uh, we, we, did, we did the predictions, then we'll do a review of the show. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for Dynamite. That was a very great Dynamite. Best of the year. Or one of the best of the year. I was I was going to say, like I said, this has been... like I think from like start to finish, even though like, the women's match, like it didn't feel like there was any low peaks at, at all. Like The crowd seemed like they enjoyed it. Um, I for sure enjoyed it. I think Connor, I think you... Oh yeah, like uh, yeah, like just like talking. Like I so said, this has been, like I said, I think this is probably maybe top three go home shows for a pay per view. I feel like uh, every match tried to top every match tried to top the next match. Yeah, like I said, I still think like, the cage match was probably the best match of the night, at least story wise. Yeah. But I think every moment is it, it played a good key role, and I think some of the struggles and some of the comments I was wa- reading. Um, earlier on Facebook and, and Twitter, I think I think it's going to put some of those addresses uh, to bed. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was a very great dynamite. Uh, well, I guess you could serve that rampage to go home because that's technically the last show for Double or Nothing. But true, we'll be back here tomorrow night for Carly's Dynamite Review Rampage Ramp Up. She'll be on with uh, Adam. Uh, shoot. Dempsey will be on. Uh, Ashley said she wants to have a different weekly guest on there. So, uh, Mr. Jacobs will probably be on there the next Thursday. Then Lane or then someone else. We're just going to rotate that show. But yeah, uh, Carl's show is back tomorrow night. Then Rampage. Then we'll do it all over again Monday. But yeah, we'll see you guys tomorrow night.